Super Talk Mississippi media production. Hi, this is Dr. Andy Barlow with the Chiropractic Physician Center of Tupelo and author of the number one best-selling book, The Code Breaker. Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? Then call my office at 662-844-1414 and order my new book, The Code Breaker. This is Rebecca Turner, and thank you for listening to the Good Things Podcast here on Super Talk Mississippi. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour. Well, I'm going to Mississippi, Mississippi, here I come. You're listening to Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Well, I'm going to Mississippi, Mississippi, here I come. Bringing you the good stories of Mississippi's people, places, and things to do. Now, now, here's Rebecca. Good afternoon, Super Talk Mississippi. You're tuned into your radio happy hour. That's the good things. I'm your host, Rebecca Turner. We are joined by Rhino in the studio. Now, don't you forget, you can listen to good things. We are streaming live over at supertalk.fm. We're also streaming from your Super Talk Mississippi app and, of course, from your local Super Talk Mississippi radio station. But today, of all days, you need to watch good things on your computer or your mobile device. Head on over to supertalktv.com because you're, you're going to want to see my guest today for the first time in good things history. We have a mermaid joining us today. We've got mermaid Miss Lily Rose. She is joining us from the Mississippi Aquarium, and they are gearing up for their Mermaids and Pirates event that's returning. So, hi, Lily Rose. Hi, Rebecca. How are you today? I am doing well, and your your headdress and your outfit looks way better than mine today, although we're both in green, so I appreciate that. <laughs> oh, yes, yes, that's my favorite color. All right, so this is exciting. This only happens for two weekends, the Mermaids and the Pirates event there at the Mississippi Aquarium. So what's this in a kickoff tomorrow? So, you know, you'll get to see me and my sisters. We've all come from all over the world. I come from the Caribbean Sea. We love coming to the aquariums because we get to see each other. And then we also get to see you all. And then we also get to ask for your, your help in protecting our homes, which are the seas, and finding little creative ways where you can help protect the ocean so that we can come back and visit you all. Which conservation is a big thing. I would think mermaids would be on top of Absolutely. wanting to make sure that the seas stay clean yes. and uh, full. So what are some of those ways that, or the message that you give to families when they come to see what you and your sisters are doing there at the Mississippi Aquarium? What, what's the big impact? How can we help with conservation? Well, I'm so happy that you asked. Thank you so much. You know, one thing I love to ask my human friends is when you go to the store, guess what you can do? Grocery store or your favorite store, you can just bring your own bag. That way, we don't, we're not using plastic bags and they end up in my home. And then some of my friends, like the sea turtles, they think that those are jellyfish and they'll try to eat them and they can hurt them. And so I always ask my friends, when I get to see you all, to please remember to bring your your bags to your favorite store or the grocery store and that will help us out a lot and i know too if you just say no to the straws as well that helps us that helps also absolutely 
Yes, that's so true. And you can get really cool bags at the aquarium as well. Oh, that's good because we want to come out. We want to see you. How many sisters do you have? How many mermaids will be there for the next two weekends? So all together, there are five, five of us. You'll be seeing us swimming in the, in the water with the awesome fishies and the sharks. And then you can take pictures with us. And then actually some people, if you get a VIP ticket, you can do extra things like dress up like a mermaid and we can tell stories and sing songs and do other fun activities as well. How fun is it for you, Lily Rose, when you're actually in there swimming around with all the beautiful fish there at the Mississippi Aquarium to see all the little eyes that light up when they walk up to the big tank yeah. and they recognize that you're real. You're in there. You have the beautiful tail and the gorgeous colors and they get to interact with you. What's that like being on, I guess, in the water on your side of the tank or I'm not sure how to say uh, that. Absolutely. Well, you know, we get a chance to be in the water and then we get to sit outside and take pictures with everyone. So I get to talk with my friends and find out what their favorite foods are and see their awesome shoes because, you know, I have a tail, so I don't get to wear any shoes. So that's one of my favorite things. And, you know, and we love the magic that we all create together when we're here. It is a special experience, I'd have to think, for kids to be able to come and see the wonders, not only of mermaids, but you're also going to have your pirates there. How do the pirates fit into the mm -hmm. event for the next two weekends? Oh, you know, it's just more the merrier, right? It's just more magic. <laughs> it's definitely more magic, and there's always magic to be found there at the Mississippi Aquarium within the waters there and beyond. What is your favorite? Do you have a favorite fish or turtle or, I guess, sea creature that you've gotten to visit while you're there? You know, what I love, I love the stingrays. I love all of the sharkies, and I always love asking my friends what their favorite fishies are. Do you have a favorite fish? I love the turtle that they got there at the Mississippi Aquarium. They were able to rescue and it doesn't have a name mm. yet, I don't think. I think they're putting it out on social media for Mississippi to be yeah. able to help and name uh, their turtle. I'd have to go back and see what kind he is, but I know he's big. I haven't visited and maybe her uh, yeah. there yet, but you may have gotten a chance <laughs> to interact with the big turtle. Have you met the big turtle yeah. yet? I, yes, I have. It's so really are you, beautiful. Are you scared of the sharks, Lily Rose? No, you know, we just want to respect the home that they have because we're here visiting in their home. And so as long as we respect their home and, and we are just very mindful of the space that we're in while we're in the space, we all just enjoy that time together. So the sharkies are just really cool. You get to see all these wonderful, cool sharks around us. Do you get so to, we enjoy it. Do you get to hang out and with the penguins? it seems like the sharkies do too. Oh yeah, absolutely. That would be really cool too. You all can get a chance to enjoy that as well. And the dolphins. Mm-hmm. And the, the dolphins otters. Are really cool. And then of course the stingrays, yes. So there's five of you in total, Lily Rose, five mermaids that are going to be there at the Mississippi Aquarium for the next two weekends. Will there always be one of you in the water over the next two weekends? Or is it, or do you take shifts? Or how will that sort of work for those that are wanting to plan their trip? Well, actually, there will be, there will be someone in the water and there'll be someone outside of the water. 
that you can interact with so you'll have many choices while you're here Thursday through Sunday for this weekend and next weekend. What's your favorite thing about being a mermaid, Lily Rose? Oh, you know, my favorite thing about being a mermaid is that I get to just swim really fast. I get to interact with the dolphins. And then honestly, I get to just come here and say hi to you all. So that's always really fun. What's the hardest part about being a mermaid? Not being able to wear shoes. Because I always enjoy seeing the shoes that you all wear. And I know I can't get one big giant shoe to fit my tail. So I get to just enjoy watching, looking at the shoes you get to wear. Well, hopefully they're comfortable if they're wearing them to walk around the uh, Mississippi Aquarium. There's always time for the cuter ones, but hopefully you're not wearing those to the museum. But if you yes. do, I mean to the aquarium, but if you do, hey, <laughs> you're just a, you're a better woman <laughs> than, than I am, for sure. And I don't want to miss over to your main message, too, of conservation. You want to really educate the public about Absolutely. taking care of your home yeah. and our Mississippi Gulf Coast. So if people want to learn more information about conservation, or how to get tickets for this weekend where can they go Lily Rose well you know you can actually go on the Mississippi Aquarium website you can buy your tickets there you can buy your tickets in person as well but also our VIP tickets um, they are selling out fast so we would love to see you all and enjoy some time together um, in the VIP section as well and then once you come here there's tons of information about conservation and we'll get to talk more about what that looks like and all the different ideas that we can come up with just every little thing helps and to make sure that we get our reusable grocery bags that can be gotten at the Mississippi yes. Aquarium which help impacts our wildlife That's right. small steps that we can make I'm obsessed I always have Lily Rose since I was a little girl if I get any like the drink um, six packs or the little rings I always cut those all the holes out because yes. I was devastated. We really a, appreciate that. As a kid, to see turtles and fish getting stuck and always felt like not on my watch, in not in mine. Yeah. Yes, that is very true. So thank you for sharing that too. And then also sometimes those orange bags, those clementine bags, maybe if you cut those a little too. So. You know, if they end up in my home, the fishies don't get caught in those. Because that would be orange and clementines, also onions, sometimes potatoes. You know what? Yeah. I got you covered, Lily Rose. We're going to take care of that, at least in, in our I family. I appreciate it. Thank you. <laughs> yes, I, and then recycling, because apparently this bag was made from recycled bottles so that's pretty cool all the things that we can do that add up to big a big help for the, our friends in the sea like lily rose and we can come out and see you catch the mermaids and the pirates this upcoming weekend as well as next weekend thank you so much lily rose i can't wait to show my girls that i got to talk to a real life thank mermaid you. uh today yay and, wonderful and you can take your family too that's to the mississippi aquarium for the next two weekends with general admission you will be able to see the underwater dive performances as well as meet and greet with the mermaids if you get the VIP um, experience. So stick with us, though. We've got more cool things for you coming up next here on Good Things.
making your afternoon just a little brighter. It's Good Things with Rebecca Turner on Super Talk Mississippi. Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Something big's happening downtown. Good things are going on. good things happening on main streets and downtowns across the magnolia state so today we're going to highlight what's happening downtown this weekend it is brought to you by the mississippi main street association don't forget you can always any day go to msmainstreet.com calendar to get more information on upcoming events and canton is inviting you for this weekend for one of the south's original and finest arts and crafts shows and it's happening this thursday not this weekend i retract that because if you show up saturday they're all going to be gone but it's happening tomorrow Tomorrow, that's October the 13th. It features unique handcrafted arts and crafts vendors, quality fine art and below gallery prices, boutiques and antique stores around the historic square there in Canton. There's convenient parking throughout the city. If you are into crafts, if you're into finding those unique antique items, then you need to come to the Canton Flea Market. It only happens twice a year. This is the fall spectacular. And take advantage of this excellent shopping opportunity. Some great weather, walkable uh, shopping arena there at the flea market, as well as Canton's surrounding uh, merchants. So you're not going to want to miss that coming up tomorrow. Now, in the Delta, you are kicking off tomorrow, too, the 14th annual Delta Hot Tamale Festival. And joining us to share a little bit more and highlight this great event is Main Street Cleveland's Daniel Boggs, along with Chef David Cruz to talk hot tamales. Hey, guys. Hey, Rebecca. How are you? It's going good. It's good to talk about this wonderful event. I love the history that back in, what, 2012, Daniel, the Greenville mayor, um, declared Mississippi to be the hot tamale capital of the world. Give us a little history about how Cleveland became the hot tamale capital of the world. Well, it's Greenville, uh, so we're about 30 or 40 miles south of Cleveland, but it's Main Street Greenville, uh, and it's actually, you know, without evidence, you know, not without evidence, because uh, as a product of the Southern Foodway Alliance, they actually did a tamale trail uh, project. And in that, they actually said that Greenville, Mississippi, Mississippi per capita, maintains one of the largest concentrations of tamale makers. Uh, you know, so with that, we felt, hey, you know, we're always looking to have a good time. Uh, we said, why not capitalize on this? Let's do a hot tamale festival, you know, but to solidify it, let's get the mayor, Chuck Jordan, at that time, uh, to uh, proclaim us as the hot tamale capital of the world. You know, if we're proud of this designation, let's go ahead and, you know, proudly stake our flag in the ground. And it has just grown ever since. The first year, uh, great help from Steve Azar and Emerson Hart the first year, uh, which is the lead singer for Tonic. We took up one city block, and we had about 5,000 people at that first event. You know, fast forward to, to 2021, uh, the the economic impact study showed uh, that we had just north of 32,000 people from 16 different states and four separate countries, uh, and we had a total economic impact of $7.2 million, and we took up six city blocks. So, you know, we've been truly blessed with the partners that have been able to help us with this event. Even Chef Cruz that's on the call with us today, 
you know, to kind of highlight the cultural assets that we have here in the Mississippi Delta. And, and it, I'll tell you, it's been a great ride for us. Well, Daniel, thank you for correcting me. Yes, Greenbelt absolutely needs the spotlight for this. Uh, every city in the Delta has its great events, but the Hot Tamale Festival belongs to Greenville, along with Hot Tamales. Now, Chef Cruz, what makes a tamale a tamale, and why is it considered a Mississippi staple? <laughs> I, lo I love that question because I get this question a whole lot. Uh, what kind of makes a tamale uh, is a blending of oh, the Mississippi hot tamale is a blending of cultures. Uh, it's not just the normal tamale that you think of if you're in Mexico. Uh, it is a blending of the African-American, uh, the Italian, uh, the Mexican, everybody kind of coming together uh, and solidifying what we know of as the hot tamale. And I actually did a talk last year. Uh, right after, uh, right after, uh, I can't even remember who was speaking first. And this was the entire, uh, thought process of what is a hot tamale. And fun, fun facts are, you know, Greenville, Mississippi still holds the record of having the most hot tamale makers. And the cool thing is when you come to try their hot tamales, no two are alike. And I love that fact because of the fact that everybody puts their culture into what makes the perfect hot tamale. And they're made out of simple ingredients, right? So I'm always impressed, a Chef, whenever you can take something like a tamale that's fairly simplistic in what it's made up, but yet you can change the flavors, and you can definitely tell that they're different tamales, but you don't know why or sort of how it can make such an impact. So will we get to taste a lot of tamales when we come to the, when we come to the festival? Daniel could probably answer that because I know they've got uh, lots and lots of tamale makers that will be uh, – Kate, uh, we'll be selling tamales. Danny, you want to kind of jump in on that? Yeah, no, I will, Dave. Uh, thank you for that. So let me tell you, we actually created an event six years ago uh, for that specific purpose. And I'm going I'm to give credit to my dad for this uh, because in 2015, and again, we're shaping up to be the largest uh, festival that we've ever seen in the Mississippi Delta in regards to the Delta Hot Tamale Festival. And we were very fortunate to get Chapel Heart secured two weeks ago. So they're even going to be playing at the festival this year. But uh, the most tamale makers that we've had at this festival was 19 uh, prior to this year. We have 23 coming in this year. But we actually, so whenever you go to a tamale, and David's right, everybody's different. Everybody puts their own spin on it. We actually interviewed a lot of these chefs, and we said, you know, what's your secret ingredient? And they're like, well, it's love or it's, you know, passion. I mean, you know, they won't actually tell you what's in it. But every tamale is different. But in 2015, I was walking down the fairway with my father, and whenever you go to these vendors, they're going to try to sell it to you in the half dozen or the full dozen. You know, and he said, well, which one should I try? And, of course, I was kind of giving him some ideas of, you know, this one's a little spicy. This is a little bit more traditional. This is, and he said, I wish that I could try at least one of each. And uh, I said, well, that's a great idea. So we actually created something called Flavors of the Festival uh, to where people who come in, and, and again, we love tracking this information, uh, about 60% of the people that come to the Hot Tamale Festival have never tried a hot tamale. Um, so wow. what we do is we actually purchase these from these vendors, from these tamale makers, or at least participate in the tasting contest. And we're only able to do 180 tickets each year just because it is very labor-intensive. Um, but you can actually come to this event for $30. You can actually try. This year is nine different tamales. Uh, and we're going to pair those with some craft beers. Uh, and you can actually try the different types of tamales that they have out there. And whenever you try that one, then you get to decide which one's your favorite, and you get to go buy a dozen from that vendor. Um, so 
uh, you know, you can taste a lot of them, but again, if you go to the vendor, they're going to want to sell it to you, you know, half a dozen or a dozen at a time. You know, Chef, I think the reason why that number is so high, which is kind of shocking to me, that 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 many people coming to the Hot Tamale Festival had never tasted hot tamales, or maybe even Mississippians, is because when you first see them, they're kind of intimidating. You don't know how to eat them. So, first, <laughs> I mean, if you're not told, right? Like, it's not, you just sort of self-explanatory. You're like, what, what do I do with this? So, how do you explain to people that, you know, maybe have never had a half dozen of hot tamales like how do you eat it what do you do with it well i'll tell you this there's, there's a lot of different ways and a lot of people will tell you uh i have seen people actually bite the husk and, <laughs> and eat it like a popsicle uh i have seen people like my wife that will unwrap all of them and then eat them uh and i'm, I'm one of these people that unwraps them one at a time so i mean there's no right or wrong uh way uh but i will tell you this from the standpoint of a good vendor, uh, they will explain to you kind of the best way to go about eating it a lot of the times if you'll ask them. And, you know, that's kind of one of the things about food. A lot of people think food is intimidating. Uh, if you'll ask the person that has made it, uh, they know in their mind exactly how they want you to eat it. So don't be scared. Ask questions. Say, hey, what's the best way to eat this? Uh, and 99% of the people will steer you in the right way. I like mine with a little hot sauce and a saltine cracker. Am I wrong? No, ma'am. You are correct. <laughs> well, let, you let are me go correct. ahead and stand corrected on that. Now, I, I, so that's the way that I prefer it. Uh, but I will tell you, we had a lady one year. Her name was Mama Rodriguez, and she does a traditional hot to, uh, hot tamale. And she, you know, she has claimed that her tamale recipe is actually in the Smithsonian. Uh, but she. Wow. You know, she actually criticized that one time and said, you know, you guys can't put that, that red gravy on top of that hot tamale <laughs> festival. you got to eat it pure. Um, and, and that's a good thing. Like I said, at the Flavors of the Festival, we do allow you to actually try a traditional tamale. And we do we get, let you try a true Delta hot tamale. So there are a lot of ways to eat it, but I agree with you. Saltine and hot sauce it is the best way to me. You mentioned, Daniel, <laughs> that those are limited tickets. Uh, where can we get the tickets for the tasting? So is it separate okay. than the event? Yeah, so we actually only have two ticketed events. And, again, I want to thank our sponsors, uh, you know, for keeping this, this event free. They, they allow us to keep this event free. But there are two ticketed events. And that's the welcome dinner on Thursday night, which Chef Cruz helps us out with so uh, graciously, a multi-course uh, meal that's inspired by a theme, uh, and, and also the tamale tasting event, which is going to happen between 11 and 2 on Saturday for the big crowd, but if you go to MainStreetGreenville.com, MainStreetGreenville.com, you'll see a tab that says Delta Hot Tamale Festival, and you can go on there and actually purchase your tickets to that tasting event. Uh, we only have a few left, but it, it is a very popular event. Well, we've uh, got a lot more, of people really seem to like it. I've got more tamale questions, more tamale talk. Can y'all hang on? Sure. Absolutely. All right, we got more with the upcoming tamale festival in Greenville, Mississippi, coming up next. and stories that make you smile. This is Good Things with Rebecca Turner on Super Talk Mississippi, the Super Talk app, and at supertalk.fm.
everyone knows all about my direction. We all know there's so many good things happening on main streets and downtowns across the Magnolia State. And today we're highlighting the Delta Hot Tamale Festival in Greenville, Mississippi. It kicks off tomorrow and it goes through the weekend. And joining us from Main Street Greenville is Mr. Daniel Boggs, along with Chef David Cruz, who I hear you're connected with the welcome dinner. So I want to talk about the welcome dinner. Uh, Chef, either you can go or Daniel sort of share what's what's coming up with that. I'm going to let the chef run with this one. He, he, <laughs> he drives the bus on this one. He has helped us out numerous years. This is something that's been going on since year two, and uh, he does a great job of uh, uh, spearheading that, uh, that welcome dinner for us. So I'm going to, I'm going to defer to him. Chef, what's on the menu? You, yeah. Well, so when we, when we start doing these events, you know, one of the first things that I always talk to, to Daniel about is I'm, I'm a big theme guy. Uh, I like to figure out, you know, how we can tie all the ingredients together and how we can t- tie the entire dinner together. And when Daniel and I first started talking, I said, how fun would it be to do a kind of a play on what a tamale is, which is a merger of both uh, the Mexican culture uh, and the Delta cor- culture. Uh, so we got together, uh, and Daniel kind of gave me the go-ahead, and, and it's a six-course meal uh, blending both uh, the Mexican culture and the Delta culture. So we'll have two past appetizers and everybody will sit down and we'll have four courses uh the four plated courses are really fun uh it's a smoked catfish enchilada uh and then we've got a grilled cabbage uh basically a grilled cabbage salad uh, with an elotes which is just like grilled corn uh and cheeses uh and then a chili colorado uh which is kind of what we know of as chili but more of the uh, the Mexican view of it, uh, and then dessert um, is a uh, tres leches, uh, which is a three milk cake. Uh, but we went one step further and we did a spicy chocolate uh, cake, and then it has a white chocolate ganache and uh, fresh strawberries. So it's going to be yum. Yum is right. <laughs> so are those? I'm sure those tickets are going fast too, Daniel. Are there any left? Uh, we we do actually have a few left. Um, uh, this is, you know, one of those things we actually have. We have to cap it at 185 tickets just because um, that's pretty much our capacity. Uh, and we do have it here at our, our historic uh, boutique hotel, Hotel 27, which our nonprofit purchased last year uh, here in downtown Greenville. And, again, the proceeds of the Hot Tamale Festival help to, you know, the revitalization efforts of our downtown community. And, again, so we put this, we put this welcome dinner on in the courtyard of this hotel uh, but at 185 is kind of the capacity we have in regards to seating. I would probably say we have 25 or 30 tickets left, uh, but they are, as, as always, they fly off the shelf last minute, but you can also purchase those uh, at the website, MainStreetGreenville.com. I'm glad you brought up Hotel 27. I saw where Mississippi Main Street Association had kind of um, highlighted Main Street Greenville for Hotels 27 as an outstanding economic impact. So are there still mm-hmm. rooms available if we're wanting to plan a quick trip up to Greenville this weekend for the festival? Can we still maybe take advantage of the hotel <laughs> or Airbnbs? Is there anything left in the city for us to be able to come and stay and enjoy? Uh, there might be some plots of land where you can uh, throw up a tent, but I'll be quite <laughs> honest with you. This uh, this festival, so the hotel is only 36 rooms, and we have been booked for well over four months. Uh, we actually are ready. The festival has not even started this year, but we already have bookings for next year's festival. 
uh, at the hotel. And I'm really glad that you said that. You know, we are very proud of this hotel. And as Chef Cruz will tell you, you know, we're very proud of our culture here. Uh, you know, and again, with the theme, our music, our our crafts, our our food, it all really centers around this culture uh, that we have in the Mississippi Delta. But Hotel 27, whenever we were given the option to purchase it, we actually called uh, Mississippi Main Street and we said, you know, hey, we're thinking about this. And they said, well, look, actually, there's two other Main Streets that own a hotel. They just haven't opened them yet. So, you know, we analyzed it, looked at it, uh, and, and it's a it's the only historic boutique hotel uh, in Greenville, Mississippi, and we actually renamed it uh, Hotel 27 after the 1927 flood. Again, kind of playing off of the culture and the history that we have here, the, the largest natural disaster, uh, you know, definitely in Greenville, if not in the, in, in the country, um, because this hotel, part of it was actually the levy board commissioner's office, the levy board's office, whenever the whenever the levy broke in 1927. And we actually have documentation that Herbert Hoover, which, you know, I, I can't remember, he wasn't the president at the time, but he was in some other formal capacity, actually came here and, and stayed in this building that's now our lobby uh, and helped lay the groundwork for rebuilding the levy that now keeps the Mississippi Delta safe. So we're very proud of the hotel. Uh, reservations are picking up every year, but I'm going to be 100% honest with you. If you're looking to come to the festival, uh, best thing to do is probably reach out to Indianola, Cleveland, or Vicksburg, which I think a lot of people have done. Um, it shortens the drive, but all the hotels in Greenville have been booked for at least four months now. Oh, that's such good news, though. I think that's such a good thing. And if you are going to be in Greenville at any point and you're more and you're interested about the flood, y'all have got a great museum that's yeah. dedicated to the flood and sort of some other Greenville um, history and sort of fun facts and and times and and you know times in history, should I say. And I had a wonderful time getting lost in there uh, when we were up doing something. I can't remember what brought us to Greenville, but the gentleman, if he still runs it, he's a character in and of himself. And it's worth the kind of getting off the, you know what? I think, Chef Cruz, we were there for one of your pop-ups in the <laughs> it was, Delta. It was the Delta Supper Club event, yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, you are definitely one who has cooked a lot uh, in the Delta, Chef. So what keeps you focused on highlighting the cuisine, the culture, the people, the buildings there in the Mississippi Delta? You know, one of the things that I've uh, spent basically my life is traveling around and cooking uh, and I've always been in love with the Delta. It, it's kind of one of these things that always draws people back. And if, I always tell people, if you know somebody from the Delta, it does not matter where you go, you're going to find another Delta person. I've never been anywhere else that I have a, a connection or heard anybody that has a connection like Delta people do. And, and it's something that I, I, I love, and it, it's something that I like to share. Yes, we've had our, our bad stuff, but, you know, we've got a lot of great stuff, too. We've got a gr lot of great buildings like what daniel and them have done with 27 and the people that are you know investing in downtown and making the delta strong again uh and i think it can be i i, I think we have seen lots of tourism I, I think we'll see more as years come along well it's all good stuff uh daniel and so this is all going down it starts tomorrow so i know you're a busy man but where can we go to get the lineup the agenda we really even didn't get into the music you mentioned our girls the chapel heart will be there when will they take stage if we are looking for making the trip and making the most of it 
Yeah, like us on Facebook, uh, Delta Hot Tamale Festival. It's very important to put Delta in front of it. There are a lot of hot tamale festivals uh, around the nation, but if you put Delta Hot Tamale Festival in there, it'll take you straight to our Facebook page. We have all the information there. You can also find it at the website, MainStreetGreenville.com. Uh, we do kick off tomorrow night, 6 o'clock, with the welcome dinner that will go till 10 o'clock. Uh, and then we're going to take a little break, uh, make sure that everything's set up, we'll start right back at 11 o'clock on Friday. Uh, we're going to have two acts on stage around the lunchtime hour. Uh, and then at 2 o'clock, we're shutting it down for a panel discussion because we do like to uh, also highlight our literary history here in the Mississippi Delta. Uh, and we've got to do some sound checks between that time as well. But at 5 o'clock, um, kicking it right back up on the main stage, we have four bands playing tomorrow night, finishing it off with Chapel Heart, who should take the stage around 9 o'clock. And then 9 o'clock the next morning, Saturday morning, October 15th, uh, you know, we're looking to have a great time uh, with 32,000 of our closest friends. Uh, that's what we're expecting in downtown Greenville uh, on that day. Uh, and, you know, we have, uh, I think we have about 46 bands that are scheduled to play over that three-day span. So uh, a lot of great food, a lot of great craft, and a lot of great music. Uh, check it all out on Facebook or on our website. Well, it's going to be a great weekend in the Mississippi Delta, particularly there in Greenville. I know all your neighboring cities look forward to events like this because, we, you know, when one's doing well, bringing in 32,000, then everybody, you know, can celebrate uh, since celebrating that. So you guys rest up and get ready and enjoy the ride and have a hot tamale. Yes, Rebecca, thank you for having us. Absolutely. Thank you. I'm standing by my hot sauce, though. I'm going to put some hot sauce on my tamale and with my saltine cracker. Although, if you have enough of them and you've made them at home and you're looking for unique ways to eat them, which you could share with us, how do you like your hot tamale? 601-879-4395. You can get brave. Or I don't say brave, but you can get outside of your comfort zone. And my daddy always liked to take one or two and put it on top of a bowl of good chili and sort of mix it in and enjoy it uh, that way. So, Or if you've got some leftover I guess some kind of stew or whatever but the chili kind of works a little bit different and it's just a way a bowl of chili two hot tamales a little hot sauce some saltine crackers so really isn't anything else uh, better on kind of a fall Mississippi uh, day don't forget too though you can always go to msmainstreet.com slash calendar you can get more information on upcoming events in your area in a downtown or uh, you know, on a Mississippi Main Street uh, near you. Y'all, there's just so much good going on in our state. Get out and take part and enjoy it and celebrate it because, yeah, we need to. It's, it's our neighbors. But stick with us. we got more for you coming up next. Rebecca Turner. She's smart and pretty. Good Things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi.
from the south side. Got brazen hair. First Don't forget, you can watch good things. We're on your computer, your mobile device. You can even watch us on Roku, Amazon Fire TV devices, and Ceasefire TV. You can find good things on Channel 70 right next to the Weather Channel. But you can watch Chicago on October the 28th at the Brandon Amphitheater in Brandon, Mississippi. Tickets on are on sale now for the show at Ticketmaster.com and the Brandon Amphitheater box office. But as you can tell, it is your chance to win. Be winner, winner. I was going to say chicken dinner, tamale dinner just didn't roll off the tongue the same way. Be the 20th. Wow, that's a big number on a <laughs> on a hump day. Be the 20th person to text in to the C Spire text line 601-879-4395 with the key phrase to win a pair of tickets. And I'm changing it up because I run this ship here at Good Things. And so the key phrase today is hot tamales. It was supposed to be old days, so you can choose. Old days or hot tamales, either one will work. But hot tamales in honor of what we were just talking about and the fact that I asked you also to text in uh, how you like your tamales. I appreciate Jess saying, dang, you've thrown such a craving on me now. Now i got to have some hot tamales um, tonight. So 20th person to text in will get a pair of tickets. You can text in hot tamales or old days, whichever one. Since Will took the time to type it out, I might as well throw it out there as well <laughs> as well for there so i'm just I, waiting on somebody to text in old tamales <laughs> or hot days hot days old tamales you know what any combination of hot tamales old days will get you in for the pair of tickets you just need to be uh the 20th person we appreciate uh you playing along and i was like there was a p on the end of it and do what I'm just answering a question oh, from the you, text line. There was a, a P on the end of it. Not sure what that means, but you two understand your your comment. Yeah, when you you guys start texting in for things, all the other texts get lost in the translation. So apologize uh, for that. I did see someone who mentioned the way they like their tamales is with a stack of a two dozens two dozen hot tamales with crackers and hot sauce. That was Robert and Clinton. I was reading, though, the proper way to eat a tamale, and it's so it's so funny that it comes with instructions, unwrap the outer layer, discard it, right? But normally, you don't buy tamales like in a box that have like the instructions. But then, they, then it goes on to say, inside the wrapper will be the fresh tamale. Well, no kidding. <laughs> That's... <laughs> uh, they suggest adding things like salsa, guacamole, cilantro, sour cream. I don't know if my family just wasn't cultured enough to break out and do things like that. Other than I did mention we would add them on top of chili. But it was always like an appetizer or just something that you enjoyed pre-meal or kind of as a snack. I don't know if we ever just really made a meal out of tamales. Or maybe we did and didn't think about it. But Apparently, they're also served along with like rice and beans. And if you think about like making a full meal out of that, um, I guess I will. Maybe I'm just thinking how we normally would order them. And usually it's like you, it's kind of like with um, um, oysters. You start off with a dozen yeah. and you kind of share them with the table and then you move into whatever your meal is going to be. That way you kind of get the best of both worlds wherever you're at dining. But then if you're eating them at home, I guess it's usually paired for us with the chili or or something like that. So it's not just tamales. But you could no doubt make – how many tamales do you think you could just sit and eat? At least a dozen. Just by myself. Easy? Easy. Peasy. Easy peasy, we have a winner. We do. Just waiting to confirm their information. Dan in Hattiesburg, I do appreciate your hot tamales old days. 
you weren't number 20, but you just put it all out there. You said, you know what, I don't know what this woman wants. And so she gave me all these different directions today. So we're just going to give her everything and see and see where, where it lands. There you go. Now, who really does want tamales? Where do you find, okay, this is, where do you find them? Like I would order, we would get them from a restaurant or we would buy them from somebody special or somebody makes them and then you kind of like pass them out. Yeah, I was about to say, it depends on where you are in the Magnolia State and what you're looking for. If you're looking for a homemade style tamale, you're probably going to have to go to the Delta where they're a little bit more readily available. You have more tamale stands set up or tamale places where you can just go order tamales. Whereas if you're, say, in central Mississippi or northeast Mississippi or on the coast, unless you know of a, a local tamale place, you might have to go to the Mexican place. You might have to go to the Italian place. It just depends on, on who's who's running the show and who's making them or who has the recipe. Because in my mind's eye, I feel like they're always frozen. Someone had made them, or mom or the husband had gotten them, and then they're in the freezer and you have to steam them and sort of bring them back to whatever. Yeah, I mean, you can get yeah. some at the grocery store. Really? Oh, yeah. Is there a tamale section? The, the K-Roger has Mexican tamales. I don't think you can get Mississippi tamales gotcha. at it. Learn something new every day. Alrighty, thank you for playing along with us. It was a great day here on Good Things. We appreciate you. The conversation never ends over on our Facebook group. We'd love to have you there. Stick with us, though. you got more up next with Sports Talk Mississippi from 3 to 6. It is Wednesday, so you'll have a thunder and lightning this afternoon um, at 6, right after the show. But we'll meet you back here tomorrow at 2. But until then, I hope you all find time for the good things. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.